Jean-Guy Boin is the former director of the International Office of French Publishing and the author of several books on small publishers. Is there anything else I can say about you? Yeah, first I am an economist. When I was in my 30s, I was a publisher in the social sciences. Ah, okay. So the you've got company experience. which name is La Découverte. Okay, still and around? Is it still yeah, yeah. And later... I was uh, responsible of the department of uh, book economy at the French Ministry of Culture. Okay. And then, during 17 years, I was the manager of uh, this office. Welcome to the bibliophile. Yeah, thank you very much. First question, what lessons can French publishing teach American, British, the English-speaking publishing world? Well, I speak uh, for industry. I don't speak for uh, literature and uh, so on, okay? Okay. And I think that uh, in France, but also in Germany, also in Germany, because it's about the same, the same problematic. That uh, in France, there is something very interesting because there is like a coordination between the publishers, the, Sorry, uh, he's parking right there. I wonder if he's going to turn off his engine. That's better. Okay. It's okay? Yeah. But there is a, a strong cooperation between the publishers, general, but also booksellers, but also librarians, yeah. but also authors, with um, the government, I mean, in France, with the French Ministry of Culture. It's uh, something very important. But first, publish, French publishing industry is a private one. It's not a public one. Yes. Okay. And uh, like in uh, many countries, of course, it's not a socialist. They, yeah. they want to make a profit. Yeah, of yeah. course. And as you know, for the trade books, Hachette is the third, the third world company. We, we, we think in France, we think that for book industry, we have regulation to do. These regulations are first the fixed book price. Very very good thing. Fixed fixed books fixed, price. Fixed book price. Yeah. In France it's a, it exists since thirty seven years. In Germany it exists since one century and a half. In Great Britain it existed till nineteen ninety five. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. And uh, in other countries, in Japan, it exists until first fixed book price, and second. Let's let's get to the fixed book price right now. It works basically. The small bookseller gets to sell their books for exactly the same price as the big chain bookstore. Yeah, there's no discounts allowed, no, right? No, it's uh, possible to to do a five percent discount for a customer, but it's not the third. So it's a fixed book price. For us, it's, it's possible to see that since 35 years, the growth of the price for the book is not so important than the growth of the price of all the products. So uh, it's not a process with inflation. Is it correct for that? Yes, okay. okay. It doesn't, they haven't taken advantage the, by... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think it's a very inter interesting. and. It means that there is a competition. When people say there is no competition when there is a book price, a fixed book price, yeah. I say no. 
because there is a competition not by the price, not by the discount, no. but there is a competition by the quality of services in the bookshops and by the booksellers. You know? yeah. And it's something very important. And why it is important? Because in economy, I'm economist, I told you, yeah. in economy, we can say that uh, book industry is uh, an industry of offer. It's an, an industry of offer and not a, a, an industry of demand. In France, we have about uh, 50,000 new titles a year. So, uh -huh. it's a very important. In Great Britain, I think it's about 80,000. 80, 80, in Germany, 70,000. Okay. Uh, many countries like that. And when it exists on, uh, one product with so many references, it's what we, we, can, uh, we can say, it's uh, a politic of offer. Offer, it's correct yeah. for you? So I think so, so or supply. Yeah, supply? Yeah, supply, if yeah. You, yeah, of supply, excuse me. Yeah. I think it's a better supply. It's, yeah. a, so it's in an industry of supply, not the same way that for other industries. It's a combination of, of art and craft and business. Yeah. It's, it's not yeah, like the yeah, other... Yeah. No, not only art, not only business, not yeah. only bestsellers, but not only, only mini, uh, small, small poetry and, and so on. Yeah. It's all of that, okay? And uh, first time. And second, I think that for the consumers, the main reasons of the choice for them to buy books are not only because they can see on the page of Amazon or they can see on the, uh, publicity, you know, but because uh, it, uh, they can see on the table or in a window of a book. So they can discover, okay? It's While they're in the bookstore. Yeah, in France, we have uh, with that the very, very important network of, of the booksellers. Okay. Well, that's what I was going to say. When I come to Paris, yeah. I love the fact there's so many beautiful little bookstores. Yeah, and, and, but also very big booksellers like Fnac and so on. But, so it's a very important, and for the public, they can choose. It's at the same price they can, can choose. Yeah. That's a, a first point very important for us. Second point, uh, second point I think, in France, it's not the, the case in, um, for UK and also for USA. Uh, in France, we have what we call droit d'auteur. Droit d'auteur, I think, it's not really translating by copyright. Because there is some, I think, you know, the difference between droit d'auteur and copyright, no? Maybe you could explain because it. I think, yeah, uh, mainly we can say that for the droit d'auteur, there is something what we call moral moral rights. Moral rights. Moral rights. You know uh, that? Uh, I've heard it, yeah. yeah. It means that uh, uh, publishers can't say, it exists in the uh, USA, yeah. Yeah, a publisher, for instance, a publisher three years ago, four years ago, published a book from an author. Okay. And uh, three years, four years later, he says, well, it's not many, many sold. So I think it's not many sold because 80 pages, it's uh, too much. So I want to short that uh, with 200 pages, for instance. Right. It can do that if the author doesn't, doesn't agree. Went, okay? Yeah. It's what we call moral. Moral. Okay? Right. Right. Okay? And it's something very important. And 
So it's the fact that the artist, the writer, has control over his or her yeah. work. It's one of the reasons because uh, the agents, literary agents in France, are less important than in the UK, than in the United USA, States. Yeah. but also Germany. Germany now, I think about 20% uh, of the books are published with agents. In France, it's about uh, four, five, or six percent. Right? Yeah, and in in America, it's yeah, about ninety percent. Yeah, ninety. Uh, Even 95. more. Yeah, 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 yeah. And in Great Britain, it's very important too. Yeah, yeah. So, so can so, you explain that again to me? The fact that French authors don't use agents is because they have this droit, this protection. Not only. Uh, there is that, but also in France, I think that uh, it exists still editors and not only publishers. And I think it's a very important. When I went to in USA, where BIEF, when I was a manager, we had an office in, uh, in New York. Okay. Okay. Uh, an agency for uh, translation, translation from French books in America. I discussed. It was an agency that you helped translate French books into English yes, for yes. the American Which market? Then, uh, with FPA, uh, French Publishers Agency. Okay. And uh, I discussed with many publishers from uh, New York and so on. And uh, the king is the marketing man, how the marketing man, okay? In the United States? Yeah, really. So in France, uh, for instance, perhaps you know, five months ago, a very a friend of me, but very, very good publisher editor, P.O.L.A. Paulo Tchaikovsky Lawrence died. Did you, did you know that? Yeah, what's his name again? Paul Tchaikovsky Lawrence, P.O.L.A. Okay. P.O.L.A. Died. And what is interesting is uh, that uh, we, we read in the newspapers and so on during one month, it explained very well the quality of the relation between this person, who, he was the manager of the company, it was the own company, and the authors. There is a direct relation between the editors and the authors. Between the editors at the publishing houses and, yes, the, and the authors. Yes, but Paul was the editor, but also the publisher. Yes. Yeah. So uh, there, there is a very, very strong relation of course, about money, about business, about uh, commercial matters, yeah. but also on the tax side. And it's something very important. That's what uh, literary agents do. They edit. Maybe not in France, mm -hmm. but certainly but, in English-speaking world. But really, really, agents, I, I, I do like agents, because I know that in the UK, but also in the US, they do this job. They do. What they do is they, they clean up the, the manuscript and then they send yeah. it to the publisher and but the publisher in, doesn't have to do all okay. that work. But what is difference, very different in France that publishers, big companies, but also little companies, they do the same. For instance, Hachette, you know Hachette is yeah. a very, very big company. Yeah. Inside of Hachette, there is very, very imprints, but also various companies which belong to Hachette, 100% of the capital, <laughs> really, okay? Mm -hmm. But they are a real identity. For instance, Grasset. 
Yeah. Grasset belongs to Hachette. And another company from uh, Hachette, which name is Fayard. Fayard belongs to Hachette. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. But there are in competition. Theoretically. Even for the authors. And the competition is, is done uh, at best by the quality of the relation with the authors. And it means that in um, Hachette, the way of organization is like an independent company. They can, of course, profit of all the structure, okay, marketing, yeah. and to, to buy papers and so on, but they are like a little independent you know, department. Yeah. But they don't have to lose money. Of course, is it clear after that? And I think, I think so. They each each separate sort of division yeah. within Hachet yeah. competes with each other, and they have their own editors. Yeah. Can you repeat why you think the agents aren't so important in France? It's because each each of these uh, independent, even though they're part of a larger group, they have good editors themselves, it's and they have it's relationships? Not a, it's not only good editors, because I think in UK and US there are also good editors, of course. Right. But I think that the manager asks to, to their editors and to, to publishers to be very near with their authors. And that, of course, they use marketing techniques and so on, but it's not the main topic. I think that in general, it seems to me, that in general in the uh, USA, the marketing department is very, very important I for see. the decisions. Okay? I see, yeah, yeah, that's the difference. In France, it does exist, but it's first the text. Yeah. It's a first the position of the editor. What about the fact that an author, if they sign up, sign 100% rights over to the publisher to the manuscript that yeah. they submit, they sign away their film film rights. Of course. And they share at 50-50, yeah. typically, right? Yeah. Whereas if they sign with a, a uh, an agent, they yeah. get 80% and the agent gets 20%. That's a pretty good incentive to go with a literary agent, isn't it? Yes, but here you speak about audiovisual rights, okay? Over and above the text. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, I think that it depends upon, for instance, I know many in a company like P.O.L. Like there is a very known French author which name is Emmanuel Carrère. Okay. Emmanuel Carrère is, uh, is with uh, Paul in publishing, no problem. But for the pictures, for audiovisual, he discussed with an agent. Okay, so yeah. it's possible to do that. Possible to do that. Okay. okay. Yeah. But when we say you, you say it's a 50-50, the law says it's a minimum 50-50. Oh, okay. It does not mean that it's necessary. Uh, it could be 50, more for 50. the it could be more for the author. Yeah. Of, of course. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Any other lessons from French, the French publishing system that you think others? should uh, pay attention to because it, it as i say for me as someone who loves to visit france and who loves bookstores that on its own to me justifies the fixed price for each city you've got a whole bunch of lovely bookstores that i can visit so it's it, it trickles down to 
you know, into the economy for tourists. Tourists love coming to France, yeah. literary tourists, to visit beautiful bookstores, yeah. and they're all over the place. I think that the fixed book price, it's one condition, one condition for many, many uh, booksellers, and I think that in a borough like here, Saint-Germain-des-Prés and so on, there are competition between the booksellers, and the competition is not by the quality, uh, by, by the discount. No, the price, yeah. But by the quality to say hello, to present very well, and to know very well the books. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you know a very, very good bookshop, which is at about uh, 700 meters from here. Okay. Which name is Company. How do you spell that? Company. Company, just company. company. Okay. Yes, but company is written in French. I eat. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah. A bookshop about 300 square meter, just yeah. in front, in front of the Sorbonne. It's a 56 Rue des Écoles. What okay. is in, very interesting? Near company, there is another big, big shop which name is Gibert. Gibert on Saint Michel. But what we can observe, it's that for, for instance, for the social sciences books, company is the best seller for the social studies books, philosophy. Even though it's a tiny job. I mean real social sciences. I don't say Bernard-Henri Lévy because I don't think that Bernard-Henri Lévy is a philosopher. I say real philosopher. I say, and it's very interesting, but there is a good, good, good relation between Giber and company. They say also second-hand books. It, in France, it's possible to sell second-hand books. Eh? The law for the fixed book price doesn't... Apply to second-hand? No, yeah, it's not for no. me, of course. No, that's good. Yeah. So, it's a, a way. It's, uh, for instance, I mean that the university teachers, and I think that also uh, students in thesis and so, so on become more in company than in Algebra. Okay. But, uh, for instance, in company, I know them very well, there is in this bookshop, if you visit it, I think it's a very interesting. Yeah, it will. Uh, there are about 70,000 titles present in 300 square meters. <laughs> so it's a very, very rich, you know. Yeah. It's not uh, like uh, the big chance uh, in the UK with many like that, but not many titles. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's a very important. So. So at this example, you can find it, perhaps not at Le Mans, as you say, but you can find it at Lyon, at Marseille. And it means that our system, it allows that the best sellers can be sold. But it's possible also, also for first, first novels, for social sciences, for artworks. Architecture of books and so on. It allows the possibility of a very wide diversity yes. of the quality of books, which are not very the best of sold. Exactly. Yeah. Whereas in in Canada, for example, yeah. the selection of books is is just getting narrower and narrower yeah, uh, every year. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're just focusing in on what but sells. When when I go to London. I go in uh, Watterson. The selection is more and more yeah, little. Okay? Exactly, yeah. When I was in uh, Brasilia and Rio with uh, Chalking, uh, 
Richard, uh, he told me that he was one of the responsibles of the netbook price stopped. He, he was one of the ones responsible yes, for getting rid of it? He said, but now, I think we did a mistake, but it's too late, I think. Now. They, they can't reintroduce it? No. Because the public would, would no, no, it's too late. Public would they say, say... We did a mistake, and I, I, I like that, because uh, it's very honest. He did, not only him, but... The, the major, the major publishing, uh, publishers at this, at this time say, yeah, Walter Stone and so on, yeah, you, you can try this. They say, when I see in France, when I see in Germany, and so on, I think it was a mistake. But there is a particularity in Great Britain too, it's that a wide part of your market is for export. Yeah. Not in France, because in France we have, of, of course, exportation too, but oh, it's uh, yeah. for yeah. countries less uh, rich. Uh, yeah, so the Francophonie. West Africa is <laughs> yeah. less rich than yeah. uh, Australia or the, the Canada and so on. Well, you got so Quebec, which is what I wanted to ask you about. Quebec, Quebec is a small market. No, it's like seven million or something. Seven million. Yeah. So Quebec, it's about uh, 3.5 or 4 percent of the whole market. One of the things that upsets me is how many bookstores, and many others, is how many bookstores are closing in North America, and how important they are to communities. Great Britain too. Great Britain, yeah. It's, it's, uh, yeah, but it's, a, it's very upsetting, yeah. and that's what's so great about France. It's a very nice to work with the books, uh, bookshops and so on, but another way, and many persons forget this, uh, this topic, it's really noisy here. Yeah. No, uh, <laughs> That's you know, Paris for you, no, though, right? Uh, uh, many persons cannot see that it's uh, a way of competition between the bookshops. I think that's the point you're making, it's, is that it's, they, it's, it's not very, just about price, not, it's about service. And it's not only because it's beautiful, pretty, and so on, but they are obliged, the booksellers are obliged to be in a qualitative relation. Yeah. With the assortment. So they have to push, they have to push the books of the publishers. And yeah. Not only the bestseller, but also all, all the, the production. Yeah. And I think it's something very important. Oh, many persons say, well, um, fixed book price, it means that. Uh, they call it communist, maybe. Yeah, yeah you're communists, uh, you are employees of the state, and so on. Yeah. So that's not the way. Well, it's, it's like uh, the, the market isn't this, the answer to everything, and it's particularly when it comes to things like books and bookstores. Leaving it the, this to the market is, as you can see, it's devastating the, the, the bookstores, for sure. And that reduces the quality of life for people in the city, I think. Yeah. Okay, well, so you've, uh, that's, uh, these are lessons that I think the French system can provide to the rest of the world. Okay. Um, yes, it's what, uh, when I was a manager at the, at the BF, uh, it was one part of my job to explain to the publishers and also for booksellers from other countries the French experience, I don't say French model because we are not here French to say well, yeah, we are the best and so that's not no, the way, no. but to say I was 
three, three weeks ago I was in Ukraine and they invited me to understand what is the experience, the French experience. And as you see, I say first, like economist, not only like a literature, poetry and so No, no. It's also my way, I was publisher of philosophy and so on that I do know. But I'm first economist, I have to explain. And what, when I worked at the French Ministry of Culture, I, I was about one time uh, each month uh, for, for these questions because they wanted to stop Facebook price. So I have, you know... You have to I'm defend a, it. Yeah, I have to defend and I think I won't because because I'm an economist, so I can explain with, and not only we are here to defend the poor booksellers that they can't like. So no, that's not the way. The way is to have a very market, very open with very wide diversity of books. Yeah. And for all the markets to find the books, one chance for each book published. Maybe we should talk a bit about Amazon. What are, you, what's, what are your thoughts about Amazon and how does France deal with it? Amazon in France, uh, the, in general, uh, the, the books bought by uh, Webrary, as we say, I mean uh, electronic uh, book uh, shops, Amazon, Snack.com and so on, it's about nearly 20% of the market. It's very important. And uh, of course, you can find bestsellers, uh, but also you can find books that uh, there are only uh, 30 or 40 copies, no more, at the end, you know, the life. So it's also useful, but they, I think that it will be the maximum in several years when it will be at 24, 25%. Yes. Another way, I think you know that, for electronic books, uh, for trade books, electronic books in France, it's a little more than 3% no more of the market. In the um, UK, it's more than 20%, but it decreases. I think it decreases. It's coming like, down, like yeah. In a, like in the USA. Yeah. But in France, I think in the five years, it will be at uh, 8 or 10%. Who makes the most beautiful books in France? Not only one. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Who do you think? Give me the name of a, a couple. If you... It depends. It depends the, the category of books. You can't say the same uh, for uh, literature or for art books or for children books or for sure. comics. You know, it's not the same. I think. It's, I think it's not possible to say one. And you must have a favorite, though. Ah. Do you collect any books? No, I have a big, big, big library at home, but I can't say it's correct. No, I think at, at my home, I have, I don't know, uh, 8,000 or 10,000 books, but uh, I, I do like books. But I think in literature, you have very important uh, publishers like Gallimard, of course, Minuit, Grasset, uh, Actes Sud, also, like that, so. In uh, social sciences, you have La Découverte, you have Puff, uh, you have a company stock, company like that. For me, my favorites are about four or five publishers by category of books. Okay. Not only one, I think, because Gallimard is very known, of course, and in general, very, very, very good books. But you can find very, very good books, I, I say for Actors, but I say for Grasset. 
you can say for Flammarion also, okay? Yeah. But I do like this sector. It's a part of a real important part of my life. And books. I, to live with the books. To live with the books, yeah, yes, yes, yes. To yeah. live with the books. And it's, uh, what's, what is it that's so, that attracts you? I didn't know because normally my job would be to work in a bank or to yeah, work as an as economist, a, yeah. or, or to, to work at the Ministry of Economy because uh, it was it was my formation first, and it was like something new. I arrived in this, and I was very interested. Perhaps also because it was a chance for me. I think uh, I was the first economist to be interested by the question of the economy of books. Because yeah. at this time, 40 years ago, persons don't say economy. And I say we have to understand what is the, the economic matter of this industry and this market. It's kind of a managed market, isn't it, in France? Managed, you mean? Managed by the government. No, it's not managed. It's a very, it's very private industry. It's a private industry, but as I say, you're not letting the market do, do what it normally does, which is dog-eat-dog competition, which pushes the price down to the bottom. Yes, but I told you that's okay. In the UK, for instance, there is a discount for the new titles, uh, which are the booksellers, for instance, of course. But I say, in general, my, my topic is in general is to say for all the books in uh, 1980, 19... 90 in 2000, 2010, and now 2018, what is the level of the prices and what is the evolution of this price in comparison yes. with the level of the price of all the category of goods? Right. And for me, it's uh, an indicator which is really, really correct and pertinent. And not only to say I can buy this title with discount of five, uh, 50%. So it means that for the consumer, that my, my position is correct. They don't buy only one book with a 50% of discount. They buy books in general. Who's the publisher you admire the most? Excuse me? Is there a publisher, an individual maybe, who you admire the most? An individual publisher? Who you think is the best? Maybe he's dead, maybe he's still alive. Uh, it's not possible. My position is not to, to say only one person. I think there are any persons, but I say half an hour ago, I say about POL, publishing books with a very, very big quality, in literature, very big quality, and he was a very nice person. But he was interested too by the pictures, by the cinema, and he was with a culture, uh, a knowledge very, very wide, you know. And he was a president of Festival of the Cinema. What I like for a publisher, for an editor, but I say editor before I say publisher, but I think the both are important. It's not to be only with the books, but also for translations but also for uh, adaptation to the theatre, for also adaptation to the cinema and uh, so on. And mm. I think the best way for uh, an editor and for a publisher, the best way is not only to choose text, 
and to say in general no for many texts, not only to say yes mm. first, yeah. but second is to do all it's possible to do to give the more, the most, the most, the most diffusion for that in paper, in electronic, in cinema, yeah. and I know, and I saw. It's, I think he does this way. And Paul was a person like that. It was very he did everything he could for he, the author. He, yeah, yeah. It's a main strategy. This is my last question, okay? Okay. What's the best advice you can give to new and existing publishers about selling internationally? I think uh, is uh, before to begin to meet uh, international colleagues, you know, publishers, editors, first to very well read, understand the catalog of these publishers. It's not only to say, well, this is my book, so you can see, but I think that for a publisher, it's not only to sell, but also to buy. For me, it's a very shocking when I London at a Frankfurt Buffer, at Frankfurt Buffer, I heard many times, British publishers say, we're here to sell, not to buy. And they say, we're here to exchange. So we're here to, to exchange because it's a philosophy of publishing in general. And that because the translation is the first language in the world. So I said, my advice is to say, you're there to, of course, you're there to, to sell rights, of course, but you have to be interested by the counterpart. So to because everyone's there to sell. Yeah. Someone has to buy. Yeah, of course. Perhaps you know, but in France, about each year, 30,000 30, titles from French language are sold to be translated. And about each year. And each year, the same, about 30,000, uh, 13, excuse me, not 13. 13,000 13, titles from French languages are translated in publishers in France. So it's about it's the like same? Balance. 13 and 13. Yeah, 13. It's very interesting. But what we say is that for books translated from French to other languages, 60% it's for English language, and the other way, 7% from the English language. To French. Yeah. <laughs> it's very interesting. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. My advice, my philosophy is yeah. to say you are not there to sell, but also to exchange. So you have to well know before read the catalogs of the publishers because it's the best way to sell. Even to say, to say, I think my books for that modern. Fit that. But yeah. also to say, here yeah, I discovered something. Please send me because I think it's possible for me to translate into Polish. Great. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you very much. I've been speaking to Jean Guy Boin, who is the former director of the uh, International Office of French Publishing in a noisy little quartier of uh, Paris. Thanks yeah. again. <laughs>